Hello, um, welcome to the Memory Two Brains podcast. I'm uh, I'm Rob Saunders. Oh, is it me? Yeah. Hi. Hi, I'm Tom. And uh, yet again, we've got uh, James Sarek. <laughs> <laughs> we've got Liam <laughs> Sullivan with us. <laughs> um, Sorry. Um, yeah, back again, Liam. You're right. I am. Yeah, it's it's been a good week. <laughs> what have you been up to? Much much better than last week's audience. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Before we were recording, we just we were trying to think of what podcast to rip off, and Liam has yeah. decided here on the Wetterber. <laughs> That's what the cool kids are calling yeah, it. Oh, the, yeah. old, uh, the old video arcades. <laughs> Heard some cool kids talking about this. Well, I say cool. I mean Carl and Lewis. But, you know. <laughs> yeah, I listen to it, but I'm now. You're here. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Will you so. still listen to these ones? Yeah, I like the sound of my own voice. So yeah. there we go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> why else would I be here? <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, we're just going to talk about some nerdy stuff again. Uh, well, what did we speak about last time? We were speaking about community quite a lot. Star Trek, lot Star, of Star Trek. Star, lot of Star yeah, Trek. Yeah. Um, too, feels like maybe too much Star Trek for Rob. Yeah. <laughs> I think he just zoned out. Oh yeah, well, I don't. Yeah, I've ne- I've never really got into Star Trek. There's I'm not sure battles for you are there. No, I want to see like you know like laser battles and spaceship battles. And... They have that though, but in yeah. a really cool yeah. like submarine style. Like um, yeah, no, I want to see you like, want to see things blow up. Yeah, yeah. Blow the Borg stuff's good. Yeah, what's the yeah. film? Isn't there like a film? First Contact's actually yeah, is that, good. Like, that, like the Die Hard. It's the, it's yeah, the Picard does Die Hard yeah, you, in space. Yeah, it's, it's Die Hard. That don't work. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Die Picard. Die Picard. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't die. That's oh, the, spoiler alert! Yeah. It's the opposite of die. Yeah, he lives all the way through. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's just the Picard. <laughs> um, yeah, you sold it to me by saying it was basically it's good. Die like, Hard. The Borg are a really good. Bad guy. Yeah. They're, they're the sort of. I was watching Age of Ultron and thinking, like, all right, I know that that's it's supposed to be a certain character. Yeah. It's about hubris and all that sort of stuff. But he's the least artificial intelligence bad guy that you could have. Whereas the Borg is sort of the perfect mm. AI, the sort of mm. relentless virus of it that actually it's not even decision making. It's just gonna wipe you out yeah. and you can't stop it. And resistance is futile, etc., etc. It's yeah, quite yeah. quite scary as a concept. Whereas. Yeah. Ultron is just oh he's just you know he's he's you know who he is he's Khan from Wrath <laughs> of Khan yeah yeah it's exactly who he yeah. is um, yeah you're right um you know which is pretty easily defeatable yeah it's, um, it's quite it's the most human bad guy possible really sorry apart from oh, a human I was just going to make the point that the Borg that trope is quite successful isn't it because yeah. it's very similar to the Cybermen Cybermen yeah, yeah. Doctor Who or, or yeah. the Daleks in a certain yeah, yeah. Or that machine from Superman 3. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the shit out of me. Like, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, yeah. Where, like, the woman goes into it and oh, comes out as, like, a weird robot oh, woman. So yeah, yeah. Terrifying, man. Yeah. Uh, but now, now I've got it confused with, uh, you know, the Woody Allen film Sleeper. <laughs> like, the android in that. Yeah. In my head, she emerges looking like, like an android from, like, from Sleeper. <laughs> and it's still terrifying. Yeah, maybe more terrifying. Because <laughs> Woody Allen. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, <laughs> I was going to say something about Woody Allen, but that's not, that's no, no, I don't think I will. He did, no, no, don't think don't I will. Know. Yeah. Yeah, we uh, what were talking about. Oh, uh, you mentioned Cybermen. We were talking about robots. I was thinking there's nothing okay. I've not mentioned on this podcast that I love is uh, Terminator. 
You into oh, Terminator? I you just yeah. wanted to talk about robots in general. Well, but, robots okay. are in Terminator. Yeah. I particularly like the new films. Oh, not <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll talk about Star Trek and Football Manager too, but but I'm not but, even going to joke about that. <laughs> <laughs> I like. Well, I admit, I'm like had a horrible realization that there are more shit Terminator films than good ones now. Oh God, you're right, aren't you? Yeah. I've only seen um, of, of the you know I've seen Terminator Three and then the the one with the guy who was an Avatar. Uh, who was super oh, uh, famous Salvation. for about six weeks? Yeah, he oh, was in like, that. Was weird. He was yeah. like in every yeah, film yeah. for a year, yeah. and now he's not in anything. Yeah. But they've done that the same thing with the latest one as well. Because the guy that who played John Connor in that, the same thing. He's in. He was in loads of stuff really briefly, and then disappeared. Because he's also he was also the actor in um, uh, Rise of the Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Like, oh right, yeah, you yeah. know the guy I mean. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. He he played John Connor in the last one. Oh yeah. Uh, Rise of the Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah, it, it, they're both amazing. Good, but, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, the Dawn of the Planet of the Apes is absolutely yeah, amazing. Talk about yeah. Planet of the Apes. Because yeah, let's that's do that. Good. I do love Planet of yeah, the Apes. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, the, hang on, the, the, the planet or the... Remember we were talking about Simpson quotes on the last one? yeah. Um, no, Planet of the Apes, like the original Planet of the Apes, is mind blowing. Yeah, that no, film is so good. Yeah, yeah. A bit like again, as we were, as we were talking about William Shatner last week, um, yeah. <laughs> Charlton Heston is yeah. kind of like, why is he so like? Why was he so famous? He was I don't know. fairly terrible. Yeah. As well. yeah, but he also had that spate of like um, sci-fi films as well. Like yeah, Omega Apes, Man, Omega Man, Soylent Green. Have you seen Soylent yeah, Green? Yeah, Soylent Green's awesome. Soylent Green is, is Soylent Green the one where he just like punches everyone? Oh, he, he goes, just, he goes and slap happy. He's just, like, <laughs> yeah. he just like punching everyone, women. Well, what would you do if you just found out you were eating people? I'd get a bit punch happy. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just punch anyone I saw. <laughs> but what I love about the, that set of like sci-fi films is they're when would they, it would have been the 60s yeah so they're like a little bit camp and like yeah, in, um, a little bit yeah i remember in Simon green he's meant to be this gruff like mechanic guy and he goes in to fix this rich person's tap but he's wearing like this colorful neckerchief <laughs> <laughs> oh i love the um, omega man like omega man is very yeah, cool super cool yeah, have you ever seen omega man what's the what's yeah. the well, basic have you ever the... well it's based on uh, i am legend yeah. which is like maybe my like favorite sci-fi novel i think I'm not I am legend. it is amazing mm. um don't watch the Will Smith film. No, I couldn't. I've, actually, I've, I've watched about half You can't now. do horror, can well, you? Well, I can't anyway, but I didn't yeah. even get to the horror. I got a bit bored. Before. No, it's not yeah. a good film. Yeah. No, it's um, not a good God. film. But I Am Legend's amazing. But Isn't it vampires in the book? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah they're vampires. Um, but in Omega Man, they're sort of like weird, sort of rad cult. Not like radical, like no. radiation yeah, yeah, cult yeah, people. Cult with the bomb sort of stuff. Yeah, they're really yeah, cool. Um, yeah. But like, again, he's just... Charlton Heston sort of like awesome, but awful all at the same time. Yeah. Well, he, those three films are very cool. Like, yeah. You know, nice sort of early sci-fi. You know. Yeah, they are very good. Um, I'm not since Soil and Green in a long time. Soil yeah. and Green, I love those films. Like Soil and Green, the stuff from that era, Soil and Green, um, Silent Running. Although that is a bit, a later. bit later. Yeah. Um, what else is around that period? Like, I tell you what's brilliant. Is there's a Disney film called Black Hole? Have you seen See, I've that? never seen Black oh, Hole. Oh, that's but, fantastic! Um, I even heard of it. It's sort of a kiddie sci-fi film about they. It's it's sort of. There was Disney trying to do Star Wars, wasn't it? Yeah, oh, that's yeah. the Star Wars. Uh, one. <laughs> uh, but it's, um, yeah, it was made just after Star Wars, and they were just trying to cash in on that. Ironic now because they own. Star Wars. Oh yeah, yeah. Like um, it's the it's sort of. I think it's based on a Shakespeare play. It might be The Tempest, but it's I didn't realise you didn't need sci-fi. <laughs> 
have you not read it? It's been for too. Electric Boogaloo. That's what Terminator's based on. <laughs> was but, it? Like, oh, yeah. yeah, they found this scientist who's driving his ship through a black hole and like they have to escape off. But the robots in that are awesome. Really. Yeah, I think cool. I've seen like uh, pictures of the robots, but I've never seen Black Hole. Maybe I'll... Oh, you should watch it. It's mm. good. Mm. In a sort of bad way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Obviously, we seem to have gone on to a sci-fi thing. Shall we mm. stick with that? Mm. Like, uh, you want. Well, another thing I know you're really into, Liam, is Red Dwarf, as we're talking about sci-fi and yeah. comedy. Let's combine the two. Mm. Come on. Um, yeah. So, Red Dwarf, Liam. You're a fan of Red Dwarf? Yeah, I used to be obsessed with Red Dwarf. Like, as a sort of a 9, 10, 11-year-old. Yeah, I did. I mean, I, there are episodes of Red Dwarf, the first five or six series that I've seen... 30 times yeah. I would say like I used to as a kid just watch it again and again and again and again. Yeah, no, we had we had them all on video like take yeah. off BBC2 like yeah. Had, Same. yeah I was saying to Tom the other day like um, there are some episodes where we we missed recording them off the TV so whenever I see them like on I watched it, watched it on Netflix again recently I'm like oh I've not seen that one as much I've only seen it 10 times <laughs> I'm really excited about it like oh the Inquisitor one I've only seen that 10 times <laughs> they're That's awesome good. I mean, they're they're awesome yeah. really good episodes of Red Dwarf I rewatching it recently. I got to the first six series are really very good. Yeah. And then I got to the first episode of season seven and I got about ten minutes in and I was like, I can't this is no, upsetting yeah, me. I can't watch this. It really the quality dips like drastically, isn't it? it? It's it's shocking. It it goes from six, six is pretty good, it's alright, it's not as good as the others, I would yeah. I would say, but it's still passable. And seven it's on six. Is six the one um, They lose Red Dwarf and they're well, they're just on Starbucks. They're on Starbucks yeah, and they're yeah. chasing but it. But that six is it really where they lose yeah, so, so so six has stuff like uh, the Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse. And yeah, stuff like six that. six is pretty no, six good. Is pretty good. Yeah, six yeah, yeah. is pretty I good. There's some good stuff in um, there. Yeah, uh, but how, seven. Yeah, how many do they do? Because I didn't they go to, like straight to ten, and they're supposed to be like no, a no, missing well, series. Is, right? Seven is the one with, with Chloe. Yeah, yeah. Um, eight is the one where Red Dwarf gets rebuilt by nanobots with the rest yeah. of the cube on it. Nine is that Back to Earth special. No, nine is the oh, one set on Coronation Street. That, that, is, really, um, that was ups, I mean, fucking If God, season yeah. seven is upsetting, yeah, that, is, that is really um, bad. Because that's when it was like a big gap and they came back. Yeah, they? I mean, that is... Um, it, well, that was terrible. And, mm. and ten was the last six episodes they did yeah. with... with um, with Dave, which is hard yeah. to watch because Crichton's head. I mean, he's got too fat for the makeup, how, and it doesn't how make. Does he um, look older? I don't understand. Yeah. It's weird, isn't old. it? Yeah, well, there's yeah. a new one coming on soon, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's good. I mean, my I, I know we've talked about this before. My, I always forget which one's which because I tell myself, but but at the end of six, um, either Rob Grant or Doug Naylor left, and the, there's just such a dip in. You can yeah. tell, obviously, yeah. with the writing technique of the two of them, it just there's no. I mean, season seven. They don't like. He doesn't know how to do jokes or scenes or like scenes are just like just dialogue and then they just end. There's yeah. not a joke at the end of the. And you're just thinking like, mate, surely you've done six seasons. Surely yeah, you know no. by now this scene needs to have a joke in it. That's strange, um, isn't or it? at least needs to end on a joke or a bit. It's just it's weird. They, really mm. weird. They were a strange part, partnership, really, because it was Rob Grant and Doug Naylor, wasn't it? And then yeah, yeah Rob Grant left, and and they also split with the books as well because there's Infinity Welcomes Cliff. We've had this conversation. Yeah, we sorry, we had this well, so I think we've had this conversation <laughs> on the podcast. Oh, have we? I think oh, we might okay. have. <laughs> well, anyway, like they've got very different styles. Like Backwards is the book that Rob Grant wrote after yeah. Better Than Life, and Last Human is the book that Doug yeah. Naylor wrote. And Last Human is very serious sci-fi, and there's not many jokes in it. And the jokes that are a sort of broad and badly yeah, handled, yeah. but it's more about like depressing yeah, post-apocalyptic yeah. sci-fi. Whereas Rob Grant's backwards is just sort of 
the best bits from the series. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like it's got more of an emphasis on that side of it. Yeah. It's really obviously like you can see sort of who did the comedy, who did the sci-fi. Yeah, there, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've actually brought a little bit of Red Dwarf history with me. I knew we'd be talking about oh. it because, like, basically. I was obsessed with it as well. And like, yeah. I've looking around my room, I, I still have so much Red Dwarf crap. Like, yeah. uh, I've got a Red Dwarf watch, but the battery'd run out, or I was oh. going to wear it tonight. But um, I had like, I had, I used to buy all the videos secondhand from um, like boot sales and things like that. But the one VHS I kept is not what I brought with me tonight. But it was like a yeah. box set, six of the best thing, with like a, an interview on CD and a hologram of, of uh, Starbug. Oh, but this is I what had I had that. For the listeners, I have bought a small blue hardback book, A5, that I imagine Rob is going to find his exact copy of it, which is oh, the I Red Dwarf seen that Log. In so long. Um, this is Red Dwarf Log, 1996. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Explain what it is to the the, the listeners. Um, I don't. It, it's sort of a a diary of. Yeah, I had this. Mm. Have you got it as well? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you describe what it is? Mm. Yeah. yeah. I haven't really. I've just been too busy looking at it and smiling. <laughs> <laughs> It's yeah. like a diary. I've got a mouthful of peanuts now, but <laughs> it's a diary as if it was filled in by the by the crew of Red Dwarf. Dwarf. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I found like my my parents moved house a couple of years ago, and they had to sort of clear out the attic and that sort mm. of thing. And they found my old all my old topic books from like year six mm. and stuff, and all of them were it was just drawings of Starbug, just mm. every Starbug and Next Generation Enterprise. <laughs> just like everything, everything I wrote was about that. Oh man. Um, was, oh man! When you got that out of my brain, just went, "Oh uh, my god!" Yeah, it's it's a. I remember I that, seen that really vividly. I, I, that. I remember those those. Yeah, this is the weird thing because it's covered in these sort of like arcane PC symbols. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Super and the magnifying glass, which even now is like old fashioned. Yeah, really, you know? yeah, yeah. Amazing. It's not a bad little you know thing, but I remember mm. when series is. You don't really see stuff like that much anymore, do you? Uh, no, Wolf... like tie-in books no, and things. They still and... exist. Like There's yeah. an in-betweeners book and stuff like that. Cause yeah, you, yeah. you get them in a, where I, at my place of work. But... You got me that Red Dwarf fanzine, which oh, is yeah, really yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, should brought, I should have brought that. Yeah. Really. Yeah. I'm thinking a about it. Comic shop yeah. in Braintree. Um, it, happened, it was Liam's birthday, and I saw him in there, and I thought, that's too... Yeah. Like, yeah, I've <laughs> got to get them for Liam. I know how much you love Red Dwarf. Yeah. They were quite good. I had a little flick through them. Like, really sort of low-quality, like, fan-made zines. Well, um, I, well, they had like a, they had a quiz at the back. Yeah. I remember thinking, well, I was upset, proper obsessed, as in seen episodes yeah. many times. Look at the quiz questions. I was like, I can't answer a single one of these. <laughs> wow, I can't answer a single one of these. Um, they were so. They were. Um, do you remember when we played Quiz Up? Yeah, like Lowe's, and we did the Simpsons quiz up. And yeah. One of the questions was like, "What is the phone number for Moe's Tavern?" Yeah. <laughs> like, like that sort of thing. I was yeah. like, like nobody knows that. They were all like yeah. that. Um, yeah, wow. like. Um, Star, Star Trek geek level of Trekkies yeah, level yeah. of um, but it, Red Dwarf Red Dwarf is it was something that people just got completely obsessed with they yeah. had conventions didn't they yeah, yeah. I imagine they yeah. probably still do I don't yeah. know if they do anymore but I remember watching uh, I think I had the behind the scenes video yeah. of like, just, of yeah. like Norman Lovett doing a stand up yeah. set there yeah, yeah. Like, oh, I would love to have gone oh, to it. one of those oh. And um, I remember the Smeg Ups videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to list and yeah. Yeah, being able to just release a video of like outtakes, like just yeah. a video to sell it on their own of just the outtakes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
I never invested in the DVDs, but I imagine this. I've got them. Yeah, yeah, they're got really the good. DVDs, yeah. Yeah. The audio commentaries are really good. Yeah, I think I'm gonna have to buy them at some point. Yeah, I've got them knocking about somewhere. Yeah, it's got all that the, the, that thing where they do really over the top CGI between all of the menu. Oh yeah, it's yeah, really yeah. like um, <laughs> when people like, just discovered DVD. Yeah, like, all the things we can do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the big trouble in little China one's really funny for that. Like yeah. it takes fucking ages. Like it's just this horrible CG like rendering of like a set from Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah. And like the, the camera's going through it for like ages. <laughs> I just want to watch the film for fucking like, Yeah, that's the thing. Like you press and you press play and it takes you like a tour through yeah. the whole of Red Dwarf. <laughs> um, I remember I, I have got the first season on DVD actually. I remember them reading out a review from the very first episode that went out, went out mm. and shaming the person that wrote it because it was actually quite racist. Oh really? Towards Craig Charles. Oh my like, god! Yeah. I remember the one line in it would it was something along the lines of. Um, Red Dwarf would have been more bearable if it hadn't been for Brown Dwarf, Craig Charles. Oh my, oh my God! God. That's bad, and that was published in a national newspaper. Like, Bloody uh, hell! Because when did it start? Was it eighty two? Is that the first series? Yeah, I think it was much later. Than that. I think it's yeah. really like eighty eight, eighty eight, eighty nine. Yeah, I reckon. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, that's mad. But yeah. that was yeah. But apparently, it was. Oh God, God, I used to be so obsessed with it, but I've heard like the two of Rob Grant and Doug Nader talk about how they 1988, sorry. 88, yeah. I was four um, years old when it started. Oh, man. Yeah. It was, um, like, I remember season three and sort of the reboot being on TV. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I don't remember the first two series watching them at the time. Because my, um, my older brother used to, used to have them on video. Like, we both of us used to be obsessed yeah. with it, really. Like, yeah. this year. This was, I was into. This was probably the first sci-fi that I was into. Really. Red Dwarf. Yeah. Yeah, probably and, the same to be honest. But, well, no, Star Wars. No, I think for me, I think yeah. Red Dwarf be- came before wow. Star Wars. Yeah. Wow. And it does have some like some quite cool big sci-fi yeah. ideas. It does. Well, I think every episode, show. like yeah. every episode, has a really good like sci-fi concept. Oh yeah, yeah. And they start straight off the bat. I mean, when I was watching yeah. them again, like the second episode um, is is the one with the time. Distortions and they see oh, future yeah, versions. Yeah, future yeah. echoes. That's, is that yeah, that, yeah, it's really high concept. Mm. Straight from, the, I mean, the, the, the whole thing is high concept. Yeah, but like, straight from the straight off the bat. Um, yeah, yeah awesome. I, I just I finished rewatching season one last night, and that, yeah. you're right. Like every episode in that has something mm. big in it. Yeah. You know, there's there's like they're talking about the time dilation stuff. There's um, there's the hol- obviously like having the two holograms of the same person interact yeah, yeah, yeah. in the first season. There's stuff where. He gets the virus and it manifests his confidence yeah. in his paranoia. Oh, amazing! Is like, that the first like, series? That's yeah. season one. Wow, wow! That's season one, yeah. Really, like hits the ground. Yeah, yeah. And they, it keeps that up. For, yeah. I would say it probably up until season six. It, there's always these yeah. big ideas like the yeah. spare squid or the polymorph yeah. or the inquisitor yeah. or the hollow ship or like yeah. just so much stuff to, happening. Season six had the first episode where I thought where I thought because they had the one um, the, the 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 second polymorph one. Oh, and okay. that was the yeah. first episode I thought, oh, this is a bit lazy. Yeah. yeah. Um, because it was, you know, Dwayne Dibley came back and it was a yeah. bit like, just get, just get the studio yeah. audience to cheer. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I was like, oh. Fan service. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, this is the first time I've been unimpressed with the new. Mm. Um, yeah, you're right, actually. That is it. And then you. It's not about... that it's a bad episode, but, yeah. you know, it's. Uh... No, I know, but it's sort of repeating old ground, isn't it? You know? Yeah. But I, what, in seven and eight. Are there any big sci-fi ideas in that? I can't really I think can't there really, are. I can't really... You see, no, I isn't, where's the one where... I think I think there's one like episode of the sort of like the shit times of yeah. Red Dwarf that I quite like where... Isn't it like 
doesn't it turn out that JFK Teacher's shot himself? Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Whereas JFK was the gunman on the grassy knoll yeah. that shot JFK. That's I remember thinking that was that the first episode yeah. of season seven. That's the one that, funnily enough, I had to stop watching oh, right. through because I couldn't because there weren't any jokes. And yeah, yeah. There, for some reason, maybe we sorry we we'll repeat conversations this. that we've had in the car. <laughs> um, like th- there's, it's not filmed in front of a studio audience, or they mm. cut the laugh track yeah. out, or it just feels really eerie for that episode. It just feels really because they he's not written good enough jokes. Mm. That, that stand up on their own and then watching them do crap jokes to silence feels like it's dying yeah. ass. I thought the same no, about no. the the one they did where like where it has all the Blade Runner parodies where they're on Coronation yeah. Street that yeah. one um, oh, that I remember thinking I remember thinking the same about that because it was like it, it was wasn't filmed with, with an audience and but they still yeah. had like the pauses. Yeah. See, that's that's because the JFK episode has that, and we've had this conversation. Mm. But basically, that was when they released them on video with extended stuff and like extra scenes. Oh, right. And for the extra stuff, they didn't bother getting in like a laughter track, mm. recording a laughter track for it. So yeah. they cut it from the whole episode. But they've got those pauses where there would have been a laugh. Oh, and it right. Makes it yeah. feel really yeah. shitty. Yeah. I, I don't remember noticing it at the time when it was on. TV well, or anything see, like the that. ones that went on TV had a laughter track ah. it, it's just these extended versions that had the laughter cut out of them because what it what it feels for me now doing live comedy it feels like you're watching an act who's dying on their ass like you're, it feels like you're sitting there watching yeah. somebody you really like yeah. having a tough gig and I was sitting there, I, <laughs> yeah. I had to stop it I was like I can't take this I'm trying to go to bed really you know, I'm trying to wind down before yeah, bed yeah, um, yeah. And, it, it, uh, and that kind of I remember at the time watching that without the laughter track and thinking fuck it needs it you know what I mean mm. whereas before I might have thought oh you know that's a really shitty thing to do you don't need to do that actually yeah. for that kind of comedy yeah. you, you do you need that, a that's a strange track. thing like, oh, it's, it's like a lot of people are really I don't know so much anymore but I remember a few years ago people were really down on having like a laugh track mm. and it wasn't it yeah. wasn't very cool I don't know if it's the case anymore maybe stuff like the IT crowd has made it more well I think there's different types but, of comedy some well, comedy yeah. needs it like The but, Office yeah. you not want to <laughs> No, yeah, that, but, but like, then but people the IT like, crowd, yeah, need it needs one, it. You know? But also, but like you think like Alan Partridge, you think about those two s- series of I'm Alan Partridge. Yeah, they've got a laugh track. They're filmed before a studio audience. Like, yeah. but you don't. Like, people would Alan Partridge run those people. People would say, oh, like you know, like The Office or Alan Partridge. Yeah, yeah. They don't. But they, you know, yeah, Alan Partridge is a studio shows. sitcom. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, Liam. No, 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 no. You, you're gonna. I was just saying, it's a weird thing, isn't it? Yeah. A laughter track having that at all is a yeah. weird concept. Because well, but... I, I was thinking again. I mean, for some reason, that's been on my mind. <laughs> um, uh, it's because, like, I think when it comes to comedy, like, it's so, it's about the audience. It's about being there and the energy of yeah. like an audience. Well, so. It's like about, obviously gone. Well, we to do comedy, you have to have an audience there for the response, really, because you know, because yeah. that's how you know it's working. That's a good point. Well, it's yeah. one of the social condition things. Yeah. Like I always think with, with like live comedy, you know, it's the thing a bit like being starting a fire. You know, when you start a fire, you need oxygen, fuel, yeah. all, all that sort of stuff. And you need Seems to, like you know quite right a lot about starting fires. Yeah, I, I do, yeah. Well, like, shh about that. No, no crime talk. <laughs> Don't mention the murders. <laughs> I totally interrupted you. Can't remember. Oh, just like the conditions for it. Like yeah. when starting a fire, it's you need the right conditions, otherwise it doesn't work. Yeah. It's a bit like that with comedy. You need sort of the right lighting and the right sort of social oh, yeah. setting and distance mm. and people to feel a certain way for it to work. And part of it is the social thing mm. and having the laughter uh, around it. 
Um, yeah. Oh, definitely. Mm. So I do. I do think maybe that's sort of what they tried to replicate with sitcoms and comedy shows when they put them on TV. Yeah. yeah. It's sort of, and I guess the same with radio as well. Yeah. Like they, they'd have to be in front of an audience because how, how do you know if it's funny yeah. or not if there's no one there laughing? Well, it's really interesting. Yeah, I, yeah. I can't remember where, presumably on one of these bloody podcasts, but I heard Linehan <laughs> talk about it in quite yeah, yeah. good, yeah. Like, quite obviously, uh, very articulately and in a lot of depth. But talking about how. IT crowd post the office the mm. swing he deliberately swing the other way yeah. so as not to, to you know do it with a live audience much like, yeah. much like Father Ted and things mm. that he's um, sort of renowned for anyway um, but it, it works quite well for a, for a certain type of thing yeah I think Red Dwarf yeah. is that type of oh, thing definitely absolutely yeah. is yeah absolutely yeah it's that sort of studio set sitcom isn't it yeah yeah, yeah. Especially those first two series where it is like, you know, it's like porridge in space, yeah, basically, yeah, isn't it? Like, yeah. 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 Old yeah. couple in space, or, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> most sitcoms are the yeah, similar yeah, concept, exactly, aren't yeah. they? Fish out of water. Yeah. 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 But I, th- I remember them saying they, or I remember Doug Naylor saying he wanted to do that with eight, was make it more like porridge in space again, mm. but. Right. He just, he, I think he went too far by actually putting him in prison. That is <laughs> 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 true. Yeah. It's really weird. It's got um, matey from EastEnders in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole he's thing actually, is... he's, um, he's playing a character that he originally played in series one. It's the same actor they brought back. Oh, what, the guy from... The, the guy that used to play Nigel in EastEnders. Is that the one with the curly hair? No, 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 I mean, no. a different guy. It's um, just... Billy Mitchell from EastEnders, isn't it? Billy no, Mitchell's it... in it. Is he? There might be loads. No, probably just half the I mean, cast I mean, of EastEnders. Probably, I mean, that's probably yeah, yeah. part of the reason why. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's the... Um, I don't watch enough EastEnders. That, that, Max, is it, in EastEnders? The, <laughs> so that's one thing I'm googly googly eyes. Eyes. Yeah, oh, He plays like the psych... I mean, I haven't seen season eight for maybe ten yeah. years. Okay. Season eight of EastEnders? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's one, mate. That's the, the golden age of EastEnders. They're still on season yeah. one, aren't they? EastEnders did that monorail episode. <laughs> that's when it became Man, what we know of these yeah, things. Yeah, 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 yeah. But depressing now, there's been more bad EastEnders than good EastEnders. <laughs> <laughs> just needs to end now, really. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, what are you talking about? Eight is weird because there's so many extra people in it. Yeah, there's you too don't much need that cast. Will... No. Yeah. yeah, well, because again, there is two like distinct, well, maybe three distinct eras of Red Dwarf. Really, there's the first two series. Yeah. Where it's quite low, low key. Yeah, and it's yeah. sort of like you know, like I said, it's like porridge on space. It's basically porridge in space, where it's about Rimmer and Lister, yeah. really. And then yeah. they sort of on with series three, they introduce Crichton, well, and they have well, okay, all right, Crichton. <laughs> they introduce Robert Llewellyn. Yeah, okay, yeah. Crichton's in an episode of series but, but two. Not why not? Really? Yeah, yeah. Not really, yeah. But then they sort of made him a key member of the cast, and it became more like. Um, I know more like Star Trek where they would have like they'd go on like they a did, yeah, adventure they'd that, go yeah, yeah, yeah and things yeah. like Probably that because their budget went up I assume. yeah I assume yeah, so yeah. and then um, like I guess and then the third era is just where it went shit like, just <laughs> well there's crap. that yeah I would say that's before that there's that other era one era per episode yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but there's the Starbug ones as well isn't there where they lose Red oh, yeah, yeah. and it comes a slightly different thing there it's more mm, about them yeah. 
yeah. sort of like getting by then and yeah. having adventures. I suppose I those ones are a bit more like the first ones, aren't they? Yeah. Like, it's a bit more yeah, claustrophobic. Yeah. It becomes yeah, yeah. But more and more bleak, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, those it's first two series yeah. are really bleak, yeah. though, really. Well, I mean, we would, again, we've good. had this, yeah. this conversation. Yeah. Like, the books are even bleaker. Like, there's, there's yeah. the whole sections are describing, like, before Holly wakes Rimmer up, mm. Lister is just drunk all the time yeah. and, like, naked, roaming <laughs> Red Dwarf with a flamethrower. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, wow. I think The Last Human is... Have you read that? No, I've I, not I, read it. I read the book. But I, I read the first book. I can't yeah. remember which one. Last, like 20 years Last ago. Human is like, it's really horrible. <laughs> like, they, there's a mirror universe with like a version of Lister who's a psychopath. Yeah. So Lister, our, our Lister goes into that universe and gets arrested thinking <laughs> that he's done these psychopathic crimes. Yeah. He goes, gets sent to a prison planet which is populated by gelfs and yeah. uh, like agonoids and mm. horrible, horrible people. Meanwhile, one of those agonoids has escaped and is turning Red Dwarf into a death machine <laughs> to capture and kill Lister in the worst way possible. Oh my god! So it's like it's there's some really horrible stuff yeah. in Last Human. I might have to pick yeah. that up. Yeah, yeah. That sounds yeah bleak. It's yeah. fucking bleak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Weird. Imagine that as they imagine that how they ended the series. Like that's how. That's how yeah, we couldn't it, get away with it. <laughs> Be better than some of the endings. That's true, yeah. Code of the Rover's return, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, how did that... How did that happen? I mean, I I, I think it's that thing of when there's two of them, you bounce ideas off each other and there's a reviewing process. And I think when that is taken away, it all gets a bit Ben Elton. Um, (laughs) Yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah. Yeah. I almost said Blackadder's the only thing Ben Elton's ever improved. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wrong. (laughs) It's, um, but there are there's examples of that, like Merchant and Gervais. I yeah. don't think either of them are as good separately as they were yeah. together. I no, think, yeah. and I think without each other, Gervais gets too maudlin and Merchant gets too cruel. I think they need each other yeah. to balance balance mm. one another. I think out. you're probably right. I wonder what this David Brent movie will be like because it's got not got Stephen Merchant involved at all. No, is it? Oh, is it not? True. Oh, yeah. um, I've got. I, I'm, I'm optimistic because of the, tra- part the trailer. The trailer was yeah, and the trailer was really funny. The teaser trailer so good. Yeah. Well, the Partridge film is just yeah. mind blowing. It's yeah. perfect, and again, that is it's Armando Iannucci and Steve Coogan. And, you know, it's got like the writers, and he's got those two new younger guys who write Partridge now. I've forgotten their names. Oh, I don't know about that. Uh, Gibbons, the two brothers. Dave Gibbons, not... the, the artist from Watchmen. <laughs> that's it. No, they're, they're Gibbons. Gibbons. Yeah, yeah. Gibbons yeah. Well, that's yeah. a Gibbon. <laughs> that's that. I mean, that is a Gibbon. So. <laughs> Um, it's got Cole Meanian from Star Trek as well. It has, yeah, yeah. Is it? Yeah, O'Brien from Star Trek, who we were banging on about, uh, <laughs> is um, um, the guy. I forgot the character's name, but the guy takes a really hostage. Oh, in, uh, is he in Star yeah, Trek? Yeah, yeah. He's, oh, of course, he's in Star Trek. We were banging out all the facts about how he's the highest ranking petty. Oh, is that him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, there was that Pat Farrell, just sack Pat. He's in loads of stuff. He's also in Die Hard too. He's in Con Air. Yeah. Die Hard 2? Is he in Die Hard 2? He's two? a pilot in Die Hard 2. Oh, of course yeah, he is, of yeah, yeah. course no, he is. He's not in it for long. Yeah. He also, he was originally going to play um, uh, Gene Hunt in the US version of Life on Mars until Harvey, oh. Harvey Keitel did it. Harvey Keitel's in what? the US? I've never seen the US was, Have I got that wrong? I've never I seen the I've American seen version. I think I have got it wrong. Yeah, no, I think it was Cole Meany that did it rather than Harvey oh, right. Keitel. I didn't even know they'd made an American... No. Yeah, yeah. Talking of Harvey Keitel though, have you seen those adverts where he does the character yeah. from Pulp Fiction? That's depressing, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Have you seen the American remake of Red Dwarf? Yes. Yeah, I have. Oh, yeah. yeah, wow. It's got um, um, it's got Robert Llewellyn in it, isn't it? Yeah. Um, do you think they just cast him in it because he does an American accent in it? 
and they just thought he was American. <laughs> maybe, like, you know, maybe, maybe they didn't even know he was in the original. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, it, it was hot because. Yeah. All right, wow. Yeah, it's, it's really the the cast in that. It's really it's um, Craig Bierko is Lister. Yeah, he's this big muscle. And he's sort of like a cool yeah. jock dude, isn't he? Yeah. And, and um, the guy. Uh, I it's what um, what's her name from Frasier, isn't it? As Holly. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. you know Malcolm in the middle. Um, yeah. the, te- the the teacher that they have in the crowboying class, the, the the deranged one. Oh yeah, is, yeah, yeah. Is Rimmer. Malcolm in the Middle's really good. Have you Malcolm guys watched Malcolm? Yeah, Malcolm, Malcolm in the Middle's really good. I've not watched it in a long time, Matt, but I used to love it. Brian yeah. Cranston is incredible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We rewatched it recently, and it's much better than I remembered it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's better than it needs to be. It's so much better than it needs yeah. to be. Better than it is has any right to be. Yeah, yeah. There's one. I mean, some of the concepts in it. There's there's one I watched where. Reese goes out and like starts hanging out with a load of like a pack of wild dogs <laughs> and he starts like adapting the behaviour so, like the, the postman arrives and he starts like shouting at the postman but like a dog <laughs> <laughs> and it's like who pitched that in the right yeah, room yeah, yeah, yeah. and that got all the way through to being an episode I think it's amazing yeah, it's I, so yeah. good I don't think it ever really like broke through over here I don't know if no. it did in America but I, I think, it, I, I think, I think more that people that? here love it than you would know oh, right, yeah, but yeah. it's one of those things no one talks about no you know, like um, they certainly made a lot of money, didn't they? Because there was that thing about oh, uh, we now earn more than the kids from Malcolm in the Middle. They were all they're all very very rich from yeah. it. So it must have been yeah. successful. Yeah, it's, it's um... all those kids were great as well. Like, yeah, yeah. Dewey, Dewey was yeah. fucking amazing. Yeah. Yeah. They're all so good. Yeah, that. Sorry, we're doing the thing where I just quote bits from sitcoms <laughs> that I really like. That bit where Dewey's carrying the handbag. And he's getting picked on by all the kids, and they're about to beat him up. And then he just whacks them with the handbag, and knocks the kid out, and then just takes a brick out the handbag <laughs> and walks on. I have to rewatch it. I've not seen it in a long time. Yeah. It's it, it really. It used to be on good. in the Simpsons spot yeah. on oh, BBC oh, Two, right? So yeah, yeah. So that is. Um, I remember really liking it though. Um, yeah. I always think if it was like on now. Yeah. Do you reckon it would be like seen as more of a cult thing, but more of a have more of a following, like something like Community? I don't, I don't or, know. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. It's sort of before it's yeah before, before it's time. Before I think. It's time, yeah. 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 I was talking to somebody about Arrested Development the other day, and like how yeah. far ahead of its time. If that oh, came out, that would wow. be groundbreaking if it came out. Now. I mean, I still yeah. yeah I mean, alone, it definitely that, alone, um, that second series <clears throat> of Arrested Development is just perfect. Like the writing, like you were saying about how there's jokes. But like it's amazing. There's callbacks to jokes in episodes before the jokes. It's yeah. like call forwards to a joke, like in the beginning of the series, and the joke doesn't come until the end of the, the series. The, the thing, like, um, I don't want to ruin it for people, but like with Buster, <laughs> spoiler alert. Yeah, yeah, but with Buster, there's jokes about him losing his, his hand, hand like, before he yeah. loses his hand. Like, so you watch it again, the, yeah. that you see, um, and it's just like, you suddenly think that is amazing. That yeah. is just amazing. It's amazing. Very well done, that. Um, also, something I think that let itself down yeah. in the later series. Yeah, well, I quite like that last it's, fine. it's yeah. fine. Uh, it's not as good, obviously, but that's that's to do with you know filming schedules. They're yeah, all, that, they're I mean, all famous now. Aren't they? understandable that you um, can't get that group of people in a room together yeah. anymore. I quite know. enjoyed it. It's definitely not as good as the no like, my, the my, original series. My, my issue was that they were so separate. I think those characters. For me, they're better when they're all in a room together. Yeah. Like you take Buster out and give me half yeah. an hour of Buster, I'm not going to enjoy that. 
really but yeah. when he's in the back of a scene he's going to be phenomenal you, you lose the balance and the back and forth yeah. between between the characters and yeah. different styles of jokes and different types of types of things yeah, and the uh, contrast which works so well I think yeah. it's the same with um, um, with a lot of programs like I always think The Simpsons is at its best when yeah. you've got like everyone like all of Springfield together like there's a big yeah. group yeah. that's when it always makes me laugh <laughs> most the, uh, Sex Cauldron I thought they shut that place <laughs> down <laughs> <laughs> like, that, that scene yeah, those sort of scenes um, yeah. And the same with the um, with the office, the American office. Yeah. Like the bits that make me laugh most is when they're like all having like a meeting in the conference room. <laughs> yeah. And people are chipping in, so you've got like Kelly saying something, and like it just it's so fast and just it's unrelenting <laughs> with the jokes. Like it's just it yeah it's just, it just hurts because I'm laughing. Yeah, so it really is. Yeah, yeah. That is really that's so when good. those characters work best because they're broad strokes, yeah, yeah. so it's better when you've got them all together. Yeah. You know, like. Uh, the bit in the office that I always think of is when, um, like, they're doing the first aid training, and uh, and he's just he's just again unrelenting, and she's saying, "Oh, you've got to do it to the tune of uh, staying alive," and they're doing it, and the camera just pans back, and Kelly's just up dancing to staying alive while he's doing it. Yeah, it ends up with Dwight taking the face off of the <laughs> off of the like dummy. That's the episode like, where it takes everything too far. Yeah, 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 where, he's really... like, where he's like, oh, "Gotta watch that again." Yeah. I've only seen it once. Oh, you need to watch it again. The first time I watched it through, well, it took me a long time to sort of to watch it because I thought, well, why would I watch it? I love The Office. Yeah, yeah. Same, exactly. The why same. would I watch it? Yeah. And people were saying, no, give, trust, trust me, get into it. Basically, by about season three or four, it, I always yeah. say it gets Simpsons good. It, like yeah. it gets amazing, like season, absolutely amazing. Season sort of two to four, yeah. almost perfect. Yeah, and actually, it all right. It, goes down a little bit but then but I think it picks much. up still, much. Very still enjoyable. very good yeah, yeah. but like towards the end I remember watching last season or last couple of seasons mm. again and thinking this is really good this is really good yeah because yeah. um, you love those characters so much yeah. by the end of it like my yeah. favourite Dwight line is when he pulls up Angela <laughs> with the megaphone love that. <laughs> what are you doing with her going this expresses how loudly I love you <laughs> <laughs> yeah no I it's great that child was looking at Battlestar Galactica yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like we're going back to Red Dwarf because I was going to ask, what you like? Does it seem strange going? No, back? no, no. no, 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 no. Back, yeah. like, I was going to say, what is your like favorite episodes like, when you think of them? Because there's so many and so many good concepts. What are the ones that you think it's, are the best? It's actually really. The, 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 it's actually one of those where most of the first six seasons are pretty damn, pretty yeah, damn yeah. good. Oh, like, um, I struggle to think of. Um, I tend to think of the ones that I get slightly excited about because I had I'd seen them less. Yeah. Like um, I, I can almost say I, I watched the Queeg one the other day. That's really that's good. really that's good. Yeah. Funny, yeah, the the Inquisitor one that's really good. Actually, in season six there are some good. Obviously, Gumbler the Apocalypse, I think, is widely considered one of the one of the. Yeah, best I remember. I've got, but I might still have it upstairs somewhere. But I had a book which was the making of. Dumb and the Apocalypse, where yeah, it's well, like the, the whole book that, about the making of it. That's yeah. the one. It's that one episode. BAFTA, wasn't it? Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So just, I mean, I like the Legion episode, the first Legion's one. In, so that's good. a really good. Yeah. I mean, there's yeah. so many. I mean, backwards. I mean, yeah, I was going to say backwards. backwards, backwards yeah. is just mind blowing. Not only 
but that is such a fucking good idea. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's clearly someone who's read a brief history of time and gone right. Let's put this in a comedy show. Yeah. You know. Well, remember we uh, we used to have that on video, and yeah. uh, my old video player you could yeah. watch it reverse. Yeah. yeah. So me and my brother used to just really really laugh yeah. watching all the backwards stuff yeah. forwards. Yeah. Just yeah. Watching it. I, I did the Arthur Smith that. bit. Yeah. Uh, the Arthur Smith bit. Have you seen the clip yeah, yeah. of that? Yeah, where he comes in. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> some idiot is going to play this the other way around yeah. and realise that I'm saying this. So. I, I did that. I recorded it. And played the recording backwards yeah. before I'd seen that like anywhere else. That yeah. was such a gift. And um, the oh, we used to watch on like unrelated note. We used to watch the last like fifteen minutes of Home Alone, like with all the you know all the pratfalls and stuff. We used to yeah. watch that backwards, just dying with laughter. Like, <laughs> we used to think that was the funniest thing in the world watching like uh, the, the the Wet Bandits. <laughs> um, yeah, I always used to think that the first two seasons were my least favourite. Of Red Dwarf. Oh, I love life. I, I'm less keen on them, but then I'm rewatching them. Like there's stuff in there that's fucking. Yeah, brilliant. I love those first yeah. seasons. I like them because they're a bit more, um, like I said, grounded. Ironically, it's in space, yeah. but they're a bit more like uh, um, depressing and a bit but, grim. But right? like I was saying this earlier, List has got that Homer thing where his character changes. Like in the first episode, he's a total fucking idiot. Yeah. Like, but then he gets he changes and matures throughout yeah. the seasons. You know, but. Um, there was one bit in there that really made me laugh in, in the Better Than Life episode where Holly gets his post from another computer and they're playing computer chess. Oh, yeah. And, like, <laughs> like the other computer is just hilarious. Yeah. Like, really, yeah, that's it. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I really love how Norman Lovett plays oh, Norman really Lovett. Is um, Holly, like, the idea of him being just, like, all right, dudes. Yeah, like, right, dude. I guess that is just Norman yeah. Lovett, though. Have you, isn't really? his, have you seen him do stand-up? Yeah, yeah absolutely it's amazing. It's just yeah. absolutely yeah. amazing. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Um, he's in our, this can make us look cool to, to the listeners, he's in our spot at Dragonfly. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. our venue. Um, that's, that's a tiny room. That's yeah. how good we are. That's how good we are. We, yeah, we, yeah, are, that's we, are, we, we are as good as Red Dwarf at its peak. Maybe series seven. Series seven. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is, is Norman Lovett only in the first two seasons? He is, is and then he's back. And then he's back in the later ones. And Hattie Hayridge is Holly. She's really good as yeah, Holly as well. Like really it's fine. a good substitution. Yeah. Um, I was just I got IMDb up and I was looking at all the episode lists for mm. the thing and just all of them. I mean, look at season three. The episodes are backwards, marooned, polymorph, body swap, time slides, oh, and the last yeah. day. Every one yeah. of those, every is, single one is of them is good. Marooned, marooned is brilliant. Marooned is so yeah, good. So That's good. the one with the Campbell chest. Yeah. 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 Your guitar was made of camphor. Wood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Time slides. I Time mean... slides is the one where the, with the tension shit. Yeah, isn't yeah. It? Oh, oh, yeah. Where they find the oh. additional. Yeah, that's carcass. Yeah, yeah. So you get a, to get like a heavy metal nerdy now. Yeah. I know the band. Right, don't and... tell me who they are. Don't be such a crypto fascist. <laughs> 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 the uh, the bands that play um... Smeg in the heads. Yeah, Smeg in the heads. Yeah, the the yeah, two, yeah. like the guy playing bass and the drummer in uh, Carcass. Yeah. As Jeff Walker from Carcass and uh, Bill Steer, who was in Carcass and Napalm Death. Wow. And um, uh, he plays in Gentleman's Pistols now and Angel Witch. And um, they uh, there's a on one of the Carcass DVDs they talk about it. Jeff Walker and apparently he said like he saw Craig Charles in a pub and he went up to him and said, "Oh, I was in an episode of Red Dwarf once." And apparently he said, "Of course you were, mate." <laughs> <laughs> Craig Charles, I mean, like, um, <laughs> growing up, he was my hero, yeah, yeah, obviously. Um, yeah. But, like, now, I mean, mate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
for that multitude of reasons. Yeah, yeah. the thing in the taxi. And, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's weird that, like, because I have the same thing. It's weird, isn't it? That, yeah. like, you would have, we both would have such an attachment to him. Like, this, like, slob. I mean, I'm a slob. Well, no. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm just influenced by it. I used to, when I was at, in sort of year six, I went around telling everybody I wanted dreadlocks because, like, <laughs> like, like, like Lister. He, so I, he has a dreadlock. He just has, he just has a few locks. Mm. Um, just looking, just I wanted to bring up an episode of Red Dwarf because, um, man, what an episode. Back to reality. Oh yeah, that is. When they yeah. wake up oh, from the, the, yeah. the, the despair. That's the despair. Yeah, yeah. That is as good Incredible. conceptually yeah. and just yeah. as an episode. Yeah. That's actually fantastic. That's probably like, that is one of the best, isn't it? Really? Yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, I think I'm gonna have to watch some Red Dwarf tonight. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah. gonna continue my rewatch. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's a good place to stop talking about Red Dwarf, I'm afraid. I don't know if it is, though. I would just want to keep talking about <laughs> well, it. Well, maybe we can... <gasps> Look, I've just found a picture of uh, Camille. Do you remember oh, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, that's the, a good episode. The uh, shapeshifter that Clive yeah. falls in love with. That yeah. is a good episode. Or maybe we should... Uh, all right, maybe we'll ca- carry on and we'll do a. Uh, we'll well, do some more maybe in next, next week. Episode. We'll but talk about should, Red as Dwarf As a side-off, should we, should we read the entries from my yeah, go on. Yeah, go on. So I've got to find the 6th of March. When's yours there, mate? It's about 23rd of March. Oh, I'm in May. Oh, this, this. Yeah, maybe we do today's as well. Oh, oh no! Oh no! It's um, nothing on yours. I know this one on mine because I looked for it last night. <laughs> oh, there we go. Mine. This is mine. It's a love song to Kachansky. Oh, you got to sing it. It's good. Kachansky, Kachansky. Do you fancy a dansky? Good. <laughs> good. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't really get the reaction I was hoping for. Did, did this? Did this come out during season eight's writing spell? <laughs> No, this was uh, no, it's nice. Six, yeah. six, the one, the one. For, for one. Can't even joke about what season Red Dwarf is. <laughs> my, uh, my one is. Uh, I cannot comment on your remarks, uh, as I have been programmed not to lie. No. It's a reply from one on the Friday, the eleventh of October, which I will not read because that's against the rules of this game. <laughs> and what is the date? Well, no, if I say the date today, it's going to prove that we don't we record. Still, oh come on, man! Let's shatter this illusion. For shatter Carl. the illusion, Sorry, that... Carl. It's the twenty fifth of December. <laughs> <laughs> what, is the, what is the Christmas Why am I in entry? July? Hang on, let's have a look at... Uh... There's not an entry for the 12th of May. Oh. I'm, I'm the only one who hasn't brought my book. I'm sure I've got... I, I don't I know, think I have got, it anymore. I've got I was trying to wrap this thing up. <laughs> <laughs> I bet I've got a couple of Red Dwarf books. I've got that. I've got the making of season eight, yeah. which the one factoid I remember from it is season eight of Red Dwarf had the same budget as Victoria Woods Dinner Ladies that year. <laughs> <laughs> there we so go. There go. Yeah. <laughs> and which one was better? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, yeah. Thanks again for listening. If you are listening, if not, that'd be weird because you're hearing this, but you're not listening. <laughs> Maybe they've been doing something else, like yeah, and they've just heard the end or yeah. having a lovely bit of sex. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you've been having a lovely bit of sex while God. listening to this. <laughs> God, can you imagine having sex to this podcast? Even the most upsetting Why do you think we thing. Yeah. This is <laughs> It's the only pace. way I can get off. Yeah, <laughs> anyway, it's been a long one, but yeah. Thank you for listening, and we'll be back next week, probably with more Red Dwarf. Bye. Smack on. <laughs>
the men with two. No, I'm making it peak. I'm too close. <laughs> I was just. Should we just do it like that? You, you talk <laughs> about the recording thing on my money. Both. Both. <laughs> Both. Look at it, it's just bobbing at the table there. Like, uh, <laughs> it's like a grown-up's arm holding a baby's arm holding. It. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be like a weird decreasing size. Yeah, that is how penises are. It's like it? horse penises. Isn't like yours that, like that, Liam? Like weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> Let's compare. I've got my calipers. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm circumcised, so it might be different. <laughs> 